Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while looking how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit, and Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Jessica Schneider. Jessica, how you doing? I'm great, thanks. Um, awesome. It's a privilege to be here. Awesome, welcome, welcome. So Jessica combines her experiences as a small business owner, non-profit leadership roles with her passion for coaching, to work with leaders holistically to help them become conscious, purposeful influencers of building healthy cultures, organizations, and communities. Her diverse coach, coach training is resiliency, neuroscience, intuition, tapping, integrative nutrition, leadership, business, which makes her adaptable and a connector to untapped potential, purpose, and inspiration. Jessica, woo, let's go. <laughs> That's uh, it's so interesting to hear that fed back to you. So thank you for giving me that <laughs> gift. And I just so acknowledge you and the positive influencer that you are in trying to make the world a better place through all that you do. Thank you, Jessica. I really appreciate that. So let's let's dive into this podcast right now. OK, let's learn a little bit about you. All right. What's your story? Tell us about yourself. The too many version. You know, I was in a meeting a number of years ago. And there was a really beautiful um, introduction and in that you introduce yourself um, as how you want to be known. Mm. And it came from an indigenous elder who was sharing this idea. So I want to be known as somebody who leaves every room better um, than when I walked in. I want to leave a legacy of goodness. I want to be a capacity builder for community. I want to be one who lives a life of inspiration, impact, and supports others in doing the same, whether that's as a mother, as a friend, um, as a professional. Uh, I'm an adventurer. I have traveled the world on horseback, ridden across the Niger Desert, through the mountains of Chile. I've skied some of the most intense terrain in the world. Ooh. I'm a lifelong learner. Okay. I'm a believer and student of conscious capitalism um, knowing that business can be a force for good. Uh, but at my core, I just believe that we are all here to use our knowledge and our gifts and our passion to make the world a better place. I think that's a common human truth. And that's what gets me out of bed every single day, um, being able to live and step into that. That's powerful right there. That is powerful. Nice, nice. So... I want, I want us to dive a little further back, okay? Where are you from, okay? And how did you get started? I'm a Canadian. I live in Calgary, Alberta. And uh, how did I get started? My, I was one of those people who never knew what they wanted to be when they grew up. Um, always kind of searching and seeking. And um, I was a small business owner. I raised my children. And then um, I just knew there was more and there was something pulling me and calling me and I didn't know what it was. 
And literally I got an intuitive hit that coaching was the place to start. So that was the beginning of my journey in coaching. Um, in parallel with that, um, I had some health issues and um, multiple health issues. And then one was um, a severe head injury. And that then influenced really my coaching path moving, moving forward because I had to become my own advocate, my own experimenter mm -hmm. um, in terms of finding my ways to heal and recover and build new neural pathways and create the life that I wanted. Wow, that's powerful right there. Yeah, normally I ask um, about how um, our guest normally gets, um, how they normally got started, right? And that's a perfect, perfect um, start right there. So you, you hit your head and so what happened afterwards? How did this injury occur? Now, now I'm even more curious. <laughs> In fact, I never hit my head. I was okay. playing pickup hockey with my son and um, I was Bambi on ice looking down at the puck competitive mom. I don't know how to skate, but you know, I was still determined to win kids versus parents and my son collided with me and I didn't see it coming. So I didn't have that visceral tense tension in my body to protect mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And so I had a big snap of the neck back and forward and wow. um, I was lower functioning than somebody who'd been put through a windshield without a seatbelt, but I never hit my head. Okay. 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 Wow. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for um, correcting that and um, giving us further explanation. Um, wow. All right. So that happened and then you found your way towards coaching. Like, can you give us uh, uh, more of our, your, your journey towards coaching? You know, how, how did you stumble upon, upon coaching though? Yeah. So the, the head injury was just coaching and the training that I did, the the neuroscience training, the different healing modalities, my Qigong training, um, the heart math, all of those things were a byproduct of influencing the kind of work I did within my coaching. But that's not really what I intended when I started out. Um, and why coaching? I think that was your original question. What, what drew me to that? Yeah, um, how did you get into coaching? Because it allowed me to step into um, where my gifts and my zone of genius is. And okay. it really allowed me to express everything that I believe and that I see as possible. And one of my gifts in this world is seeing the potential that lives inside other people that they can't see in themselves. Mm. And although I'm very good at that for others, it's probably one of my biggest personal struggles is seeing my own genius and my gifts. Um, and... I just know that there's so much possibility um, available to us when we start to see and understand the value that we bring to the world and how we want to express that. Who are we? What do we want to do? What are the gifts and skills and strengths we bring to this world and what impact that we want to make? And so being able to hold the container and support people in that conversation and in that journey, I couldn't think of a better job. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. 
Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So now who do you coach? Right now, you, you've stumbled upon coaching. You found your, your passion, right? Your sweet spot. Who do you coach? Uh, I'm a leadership coach. I work, my dream is to work with aspiring change makers, um, whether they're executives, leaders, business owners. And I help provide them with the purpose and confidence and clarity and strategy and the resilience that they need to get to where they want to go. So they can become that living legacy that they've always wanted to become. So they can be that influencer and create that positive impact that. Um, resides inside of them. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's great, right there. Um, and I, you you mentioned earlier that you you utilize neuroscience, right? How do you um, integrate neuroscience with, with your coaching modalities? Well, there's a couple things that I do in my coaching. I kind of have imagine it like a river bank. Okay. On one side of the the one bank is where is is purpose and building that purposeful brand. Who are you? What do you want to do? What are the gifts that you bring to this world? And mm -hmm. how do you want to express that? Because that's the fuel that drives us. So that's one river bank. The other bank of the river is the resilience piece. And that's the piece that gives us the ability to go and get to where we want to go. And the neuroscience feeds into that. So neuroscience is one dimension of being able to help build that resilience and that capacity um, and that agency to go and do the things that we want to do. And then everything else falls in between those two banks. All the rest of the coaching falls. These are kind of the anchors and the pillars that guide us, that give us the power. And then whatever um, a client's personal goals and objectives are, uh, lie within that. Awesome. I love those descriptors and that analogy. I'm very visual, so mm -hmm. I'm able to picture that in my mind right now. <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> so there are so many different types of coaches and coaching styles, right? How would you describe your um, your coaching style? Can I reframe that a little bit and say sure. maybe what are my gifts as a coach? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah. So you know what? Everything I do is with the intention of kindness and grace. I'm very supportive of my clients. Um, equally, I'm a big challenger. Okay. And although I am kind, um, I'm quite direct and very insightful um, and sometimes intimidating at times for people because I see things they don't otherwise see. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all wrapped with kindness and tremendous amount of support. And I think really my gifts are as a coach um, is my innate ability to make connections. And I can take disparate ideas, 
things from all over the place, this diverse side of me, and bring them into a concise, powerful framework for that person. I make those internal connections. I help them connect to a bigger picture, a community, whatever those needs are. And I'm also a good mirror. And I can, when I listen, I hear so much more than the words. And I'm able to reflect that to people um, so they see things that they've never been able to see before. And it's not necessarily something completely different. It can be just a small shift, a small mm -hmm. insight that can have a huge impact. A different perspective. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. So if someone was looking for a coach, right, what traits would you advise for them to look for? Coaching is a very personal journey. Mm -hmm. And what you need at one point in time in your life is going to be different than what you need at a different time in your life. Or um, it's so honor where you are and find somebody that you resonate with. Um, and resonating with somebody doesn't mean that you necessarily, you're not looking for your coach to be your friend or mm -hmm. to be just like you. You want somebody who is going to stretch you who's gonna support you and who's gonna challenge you and give you the skills and tools that you need um, to get to that next level. And I also think that what's really important um, is to understand that coaching is an unregulated industry and anybody can walk out the door and call themselves a coach. And there are regulatory bodies like the ICF, the International Coaching Federation, which I'm a part of, which means I've done oral testing, written testing, ongoing training, mentorship hours, all of those things. And I've invested deeply in my coach training. And that's not to say I'm a better coach than the person who doesn't have, uh, who just wakes up one day and says I'm a coach. It doesn't mean I'm better. And, but equally, it's really important to understand that it is a big diverse field and do your due diligence and make sure that the person is the right fit for you. Get some referrals, get some recommendations and ensure they're what you need and what you're looking for. Yes, indeed. You definitely covered all aspects right there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so now it's storytelling time. I love stories, right? Mm. So I want you to give me a two to three minute story of a time where you help one of your, your clients overcome a hurdle, right? An obstacle. Give me a, a success story. Well, um, I, I never like to be limited to one. So you might hear a couple. <laughs> um, there's, there's numerous. Uh, one that stands out for me was at the very beginning of my career. Um, an extraordinary woman. Uh, she had been working in corporate. We were in um, an economic downturn we were losing 3000 jobs a day in our city. The city was decimated. So getting back to work was really difficult. She's a very unassuming woman, very kind. She'd been beaten up in the workplace, a lot of emotional stress, um, a lot of toxicity. Her self-esteem was low. And we were, we were working on building her personal brand and helping her get back to work. Mm -hmm. She was um, getting a lot of rejection from HR managers, you know, People were getting 2,000 applications a day um, for one job because our market was so tight. And as she was talking to me, she just kind of off the cuff said, you know, Jessica, I can save one to $3 a barrel of oil just in data man management. I can save a company that. And I paused. 
And I was like, well, what does a small oil and gas firm <laughs> uh, produce in a year in oil and gas? And she's like, well, about minimum 17 million barrels. So right there, I said to her, I'm like, you're a $17 million value proposition. Mm. And her whole disposition changed. And she went from getting rejected at HR managers time and time again to cold calling CEOs in the US with her pitch that she was a minimum $17 million value proposition. They flew up from um, Texas and built out a division in an existing company just based on her pitch. And she is part of getting a $200 million deal on the table. Wow. And nothing had changed. Her resume had not changed. Her background had not changed. Her um, story had not changed. How she saw herself and the value of what she brought to the table had changed. And I use that as an example because you've got these big monetary numbers that can reflect that insight. Um, uh, yeah. So I, she she's an extraordinary woman. And that was just such a highlight for me. Um, and, you know, but really success is not always in those big things. It can be in those micro moments, those yes, little indeed. shifts when people have those insights that have those big impacts in their life. One of my clients, he um, was just waiting to get through to retirement. He'd had a successful business, but he couldn't wait to start his life until he finished his career. And I'm like, well, why? Like, what are your big dreams? And he started to talk to me about those. And he wanted to take time off and ski all over the Canadian Rockies. He wanted to volunteer and become a big brother. Um, and when I challenged him that, or invited him to consider that he didn't have to wait another eight years to start that journey, um, he started to realize it was possible. Within a few months, he'd taken six weeks off of work traveling through the Canadian Rockies. He'd volunteered. Um, and became a mentor and a big brother to a local organization. And I remember, and, and then unfortunately, not long after that, he unexpectedly passed away. Oh, wow. So the email that is so sacred to me is I'm sitting in the top of this cabin looking out over the mountains, and I'm the happiest that I've ever been in my life, and I owe it to you. Wow. I owe it all to you. And I feel so honored and privileged to be have been a catalyst with him to be able to start living that those bigger, those bigger dreams that he hadn't even thought about. Um, and that that was his experience in the last year of his life. And he proposed to his longtime, longtime partner. Wow, Jessica. I'm over here sitting there with goosebumps. <laughs> I'm over here sitting there with goosebumps. Both of those stories just sound like a ripple through my, my body. You were able to change these people's lives just by, like you said, having them pivot their, their mentality, their mindset. And just by doing that, you were able to create tremendous change in their lives. That's amazing. This is why I love having this, this podcast. This is why I love having the... Um, having these conversations because these stories need they, they need to be heard right your story is amazing it's amazing you are absolutely sitting in your your path your journey your goal your strength 
you are you're, you're doing it. <laughs> you're you're living your truth, and that's amazing. And I get to do that so other people can live in their story, in their journey, in their genius. Because I believe, like truly, the common human truth is that we all want to make a positive impact in this world. But sometimes we forget. And, and we don't hear that voice. And so to be a catalyst for that conversation and that opportunity, um, I feel so honored and privileged to be able to be here and do what I do. Amen. But it, we all have that within us. It might be expressed in a different way, but yeah. it's not that I'm exceptional. It's finding that exceptional, that extraordinary inside our ordinary that, um, is just so inspiring. Yes, indeed. You know, something I, I like to say all the time, we all have limitless potential, right? And it's all about tapping in. It's about tapping in, you know? So, so Jessica, what drives you? As a little girl, I always said I wanted to change the world. And I never knew what that meant. Mm -hmm. And I never knew how I was going to do that. But for some reason, at a very young age, I thought Nelson Mandela was extraordinary. I thought Gandhi was extraordinary, but I didn't even know who they were. But there was something energetically that I was drawn to in those people. And over time, I've come to realize the change in the world is started a started in my own personal journey, mm -hmm. and becoming that positive ripple. And as I become better, and I have more clarity and authenticity and passion and drive, then I get to be that ripple in my family, in my community, in organizations, in my work, and however I show up. So what drives me um, is making the world a bit better every single day. That's what drives me. I love the answer. I love the answer. Making the world a bit better every single day. In the way that I can. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Are you currently working on any new projects right now um, that you could share with us? Yeah, I've got um, I've got a couple projects on the go. I've been working on um, I'm working with a really inspiring group of people around conscious capitalism. Um, we're building out uh, individual purpose and how to bring purpose into organizations, and then how that um, influences stakeholders and bringing value to all stakeholders, mm -hmm. and really wanting to support leaders and organizations and in, in just doing that small pivot about how can they use their business to make the world a bit better? How can they be a force for good? And not all organizations are designed to be B Corps or social enterprises, but that doesn't mean they can't be influencers for good and more conscious and more aware and do micro changes that are gonna create a positive ripple effect. And in addition to that, it's good business. So that's, that's one of my really exciting projects that um, I'm so inspired to collaborate and work with a great team of people on. Um, and then, you know, I love right now, just because of my neuroscience journey or my brain injury, um, I've been doing a lot of neural feedback. And what's so interesting is this neural feedback has taken me from, say, a place of operating at a three out of 10 from a brain function up to seven, eight. And I still have a ways to, I can still go to 11. Mm. But this neural feedback can take people and, who are high performers who are not at a deficit like me 
and up-level that. So from a leadership perspective, being able to combine modern technology and refine and fine tune the capacity of the brain along with the skills and vision and goals that people need and want to get to where they wanna go. So it's a partnership. And I find that work really exciting too. Yeah, that sounds pretty amazing. So how can one um, participate in this neurofeedback? Um, they have to apply for your coaching, I, I assume, correct? Yeah, there's... Um, in order to be able to work with the neurofeedback, um, that's not something that I do. There are specialists okay. for that. So it's in partnership with some of these specialists. So I work locally with a gentleman, um, Dr. Corey Deakin. And that said, um, through him building partnerships in, in different areas is an opportunity. So people can find neurofeedback providers in their local region and then building the leadership capacity in conjunction with that work. Understood, understood. Okay. So if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you? They can find me probably the two best places um, is my website. My company is called Wealth. Um, and the tagline is building inner richness for global good. So wealth is W-E-L-L-T-H, implying that wealth comes in many different levels, not just W-E-A-L-T-H. That's a piece of it, but it comes in lots of different levels. So www.wealth.eco, W-E-L-L-T-H dot E-C-O. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn under Jessica Schneider, S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R. And uh, I my LinkedIn email is uh, inspiring possibilities. Awesome. Jessica, yeah. thank you for such an amazing, amazing interview. You know, I, I love I love everything you share with us today. I'm inspired. You know, I am motivated and I've learned so much about you and what you're doing. And I'm pretty sure our audience are happy with this as well. So and also with our audience, thank you for your ears and your eyeballs. And last but not least, Jessica, how may I serve you? You serve me with your smile and your grace and your kindness in creating the opportunity for more people to have access to opportunities to find the ways that they can serve and step into their greatest potential. And um, I love that. And I'm so eternally grateful for that. Thank you, Jessica. It, Thank that you. means a lot. So once again, everyone, make sure to tune in. Please follow Jessica. All right. Follow her on LinkedIn. Go to her website. She's amazing. And you see how passionate she's, she's about her job, about what she does. She's extremely passionate. Follow her, please. All right? Let's make this happen. Make sure to tune in to next week's episode. Cheers. Thank you so much.